Hi, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, today we are on episode 20, which is going to be with our topic, uh, essentially how to train and eat over the festive period, Christmas, New Year, the kind of pitfalls, the do's and don'ts. Uh, but first, we're going to lead in with an incredibly contentious off-topic, I imagine, which is the top three and bottom three Christmas foods for each of us. Yeah. Um, so, we'll start with the bad and then go to the good, I think. It's fair. Bottom three, number one place, Brussels sprouts. They're shite. Get them off the table. Uh, they're terrible. The, the only time someone's ever told me that they're good is when they have pancetta in it. And I'm like, just make bacon. Uh, yep. You are you are kind of hiding food with other food to make it better. Yep. You're like, mm, doesn't really it's do like, much for it. You've taken this terrible mini cabbage and added bacon to it, so it's acceptable. <laughs> See, I, I actually quite rate a sprout, but then again... Again, I That's feel like fine. this is what everyone but, does, where they're like, "But I cook them differently," and you're like, "Yes, yeah, very good." I feel like it's if, if bacon fat. <laughs> I was about to say if you if you roast them in like just a mixed veg tray, like I don't see why they're a thing all of their own. Like you can do a bunch of different like winter veg. There's tons of good winter veg kicking about. Yep. You can mix them in, but also please don't boil them. I don't know why the fuck people do this. Yeah. Yeah, just straight up like boiled sprouts. Oh, no. Nah. I, I... I remember the last time I had to eat Brussels sprouts at Christmas was great because it was at my granny's house when I was about eight years old and I was being forced to have my Brussels sprouts and I finally clicked onto the fact that dad wasn't eating his. <laughs> so you could just, just jump like, on that bus. I was just like, but but why doesn't dad have to eat his? I'm not eating mine unless he eats his. And I was obviously just like, Dad was like, well, then he's not eating Brussels sprouts because I'm not doing it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Align with Brussels sprout NATO immediately. Yeah. Two more on the worst side. Um, oh, worst. Um, I don't really know. Worst. So, it's not actually bad. But the fact that you have to have turkey every year is just yeah. I feel the like fact people... that it's always there. Yeah, people take that a bit too too uh, written in stone. Yeah. Um, like it is. It is good. It can be cooked well, but not. It doesn't have to be there all the time. Another worst one. I'm currently all out of more work, like bad ones. <laughs> well, as unsurprisingly, as someone who's opinionated about food, I have mine fucking absolutely locked and loaded. Uh, you go for your three, and I might have another bottom one. Yeah, my my bottom three absolutely worst foods uh, at Christmas specifically. Number one is boiled tatties. Not tatties in general, but boiled tatties. They're the worst. Stop boiling them. Like. It's the laziest thing to do with tatties. Like, it literally precedes every other method of cooking tatties. Just fucking finish it. Like, oh, it does my nut. It, 
in fairness, yeah, because I wouldn't expect boiled potatoes on, on Christmas dinner. If dad, if, if I go around to dad's this Christmas and he puts boiled potatoes on the table, because you get yeah, you usually get roast potatoes, right? Yeah, they're getting sent back to the kitchen. Correct. Like that's the actual way to cook potatoes at Christmas. But quite a few yeah. people I am aware of boil potatoes, and I'm like, that is disgusting. Yeah. Get them just, in the bin. Just buy. Yeah, just make your life easier and just buy, buy chips. Or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. just, you might as well. Like if you just can't be fucked roasting them. Like there's tons of other stuff you could do. Like yeah, you don't have to like you don't have to have a fucking um oh what are they like on fondant or anything. Like you don't have to do that fancy. Um. What's my other one? Uh, boiled carrots, or even again, just carrots in general. Not a super wintry food. Not keen. Also, nobody does anything to them. It's literally just straight carrots. I'm like, bruh. I was like, we if... will be having boiled carrots on Christmas Day. I'm so like, Ugh. I'll let you know. It's just like, why? It's like this is this should like Christmas. I feel should be more than a carvery. Like, if you want, if you just want straight boiled tatties and car and carrots, just go to a Toby Carvery. Great on the cut life amazing if you're like not looking to indulge that much um other bottom one turkey i think turkey is i mean given that we don't eat it any other time in the year pretty much tells you everything yeah it's not like there's some weird american thing on thanksgiving where they like deep fry it i've seen that that's mental it's also one of that's like slightly different as well you're actually like deep frying it Oh yeah, they, but they, like it requires some sort of big fucking crane thing because it's obviously oh, large. Yeah. They dip them in these like giant buckets of boiling oil. I'm like, I can see why this leads to so many house fires. Oh yeah. But apparently, it cooks it rapid. Like you can cook a turkey in like an hour, rather than like six. Uh, yeah, don't. I'm not super, not mega keen on turkeys. Number one, people don't do anything with it. Number two, people usually overcook it. So it ends up being absolute cardboard, and you need to essentially just eat gravy with turkey attached in order to yeah. for it to be chokeable. Uh, yeah, I've like very rarely seen people actually stuff their bird with anything, which makes me very sad because that's how you can prevent said dryingness. Yeah, you have another third bottom one. Um, nah, I would just be picking something that's just not like like not the best. To be fair, another bottom one for me is mince pies. Not a fan. No. Not a fan because it's not got mince in it. It's a complete lie. I know that's the whole joke. It's like, ah, instead yeah. of instead of like you know, instead of meat, it's actually fruit. Well, jokes on you, economy. Like, look how it's fucking expensive it is now for fruit. Like, <laughs> mince pies yeah. are. It'd be easier and cheaper if they were the other way around. Although a mince pie would be sad if it was just minced beef and pastry. I don't know. That's pretty lit. You sad. fucking you spice that up. You flavor it a bunch. Not true. New Zealand had fucking butter chicken curry and pies. That was a fucking revolution. That Never seen that before, good. and that was that great. Um, Top three. Ah oh, well, easy. Number one, pigs and blankets. It's a great shout. Number two, roast potatoes. Roasted in what? Oh, it has to be in like duck fat or goose fat or something mm-hmm. yeah like good roast potatoes and number three this is more of a food group than anything specific but cheese cheese <laughs> a food group it's an essential uh, part of the food pyramid is just cheese hey it's the base yeah <laughs> yeah it is, it is the base <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um 
cheese or baked cheese, uh, all all types of cheese. Great. That's fair. I don't, even blue cheese? I don't think you were that keen on blue cheese. Not that keen, but I'm not going to discriminate. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm just not that a big fan of like blue cheese on a cheese board. Uh, for me, it's quite often a little overpowering, but a little bit of blue cheese is all right. That's fair. I very much uh, inherited Talker's. Uh, she has a similar vibe on fish, whereas if it's white fish, what's the fucking point? Because it doesn't taste like anything. Like, it needs to actually taste fishy. I'm pretty much the yeah. same with cheese, of, like, anything that starts with the M word, I'm like, nah, fuck it, get in the bin. Like, <laughs> it needs to be offensively smelling cheese. <laughs> yeah. Big, uh, well, around it, Melis, Melis and Muse, yeah, Melis and Muse had, uh, or George Muse specifically had one that I imagine they make themselves, it was called Blue Murder. I was like, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. When it starts uh, to be so blue it looks green, I'm like, yep, about right. Oh yeah, like I I love a, a blue, I've had a blue murder risotto before. That was great. Um, like, love blue cheese, like, in stuff more. Oh, then just straight. Just straight can sometimes just be a bit too much. That's fair. We got some fucking, some weird cheese. We did the rounds, and again, if, I mean, pro tip for just life in general, if you go to, like, a specialty craft shop, again, can be anything. Wine, beer, cheese, meat, delicatessens, whatever. If the people, like, if it's a specialty thing, like a kind of not-a-chain shop, ask the people there, like, what they recommend and or what their weirdest thing is. Because they'll have some stuff that you would have never have thought existed, and they will be quite happy to tell you about it and sell you it. Yeah. And also, if you're just friendly to people, the likelihood that, like, if you're asking for, like, 100 grams or something and they measure you at 120, they just give you it for a 100 gram price is quite, the, is like, you know. Oh, yeah. A little bit of that goes a long way. Like my top three, oh, top three roast potatoes up there, great. Yeah. Pretty much like S tier potatoes, especially if you do that thing where you shake them up after they're boiled, so they get all like yep. extra, and then they get extra crispy. Great, big dad, fan. Dad does that, nails the roast potato game. Roast potatoes are S tier. Um, what else is good? Stuffing of the right kind is also fantastic. Big fan. Um and absolute wild card Krushla. Ah oh, yeah, I don't get any of that. Another yeah. well, I mean, you say that we'll be oh, getting we'll be getting a box delivered. <laughs> it's yeah, currently being is... made downstairs, and it is currently overgrowing the kitchen. Yes, Krushla for people who don't know is a very Italian family Christmas tradition where you essentially make up. Um, pasta dough, as normal, I believe. Like, it looks about as yellow as normal pasta dough, where you just, again, you just mount in a bunch of flour in the middle of a table, carve, like, a volcano in it, and then just fill it with eggs and mix until pasta dough. Um, you essentially roll out thicker than ravioli, but not super thick. Um, like, maybe lasagna sheet kind of thickness um, pasta, pasta. And then cut it into strips, and then fold them into ribbons, and then deep fry them and then cover them in confectioner sugar yeah it, so there's nothing bad everything there's great yeah, yeah it's like all the all the fun, all the amazing food groups of carbs yeah. deep fried and covered in more carbs yeah it's pretty great they're great with nutella they're great with biscoff spread all yeah it's all good oh if we do get some i might have to do a baked camembert 
with crucial oh my god that's a good idea that is a solid shout yes tough shit hoggy <laughs> <laughs> gluten all up in the camembert <laughs> deal with it uh actually oh, that's getting such a good idea <laughs> big brain yes so you've never this podcast has been worth doing just for the ideas um just for this one idea <laughs> the one idea that could be crucial to dip camber the uh actual topic because again we actually have to do something re- remotely Before useful we go on to the other actual people. topic uh-huh. i just thought of a throwback to what episode was it where we did instagram memes uh-huh as in who is a meme on instagram yeah and therefore a helmet and we spoke about how the liver king is not nay yeah called it i I mean yeah like unsurprisingly (laughs) yeah i was like if anyone you know is actually the color of your passport like there's nothing good about that person like nothing good is going on inside that person their blood pressure is not good like it it was episode 17 fitness social media memes and liver king was in there as an unnatty man oh tremendous and that was that might have actually come out after but we it was recorded before it came out that he was on gear. He's just, like, no one is naturally that red. Like, when you see him holding up a bunch of, like, a big thing of liver on the Google image search, like, he's wearing red shorts and he's holding a literal yeah. liver and they all look kind of the same colour. Like, that's not cool. Or, if you are listening to this and you are naturally that red, go to your doctor. Get your blood pressure checked. Because guess what? If, <laughs> if both numbers are st- have three digits in them, it's not good. Like, if your blood pressure and your powerlifting total are starting to look pretty close together, you need to probably get one of them checked. Either by us or by your doctor. (laughs) Yeah, either by us or by Um, your doctor. But yeah, so, actual topic, after I've derailed it again. Um, How to train and eat over the festive period. Yeah. Uh, I would say... I think the one that I talked to... Again, there's a fine line, because everything... I feel like social media leans a lot to the the side of like oh just do whatever you want like don't let society tell you what to do blah 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 and it's like mm, i think i don't like again uh, erring on the side of we don't have an eating disorder epidemic the nhs is not under complete crises by various problems that result of having an unhealthily underweight population mm-hmm. circa post-war like back in the day that actually was the problem back in the day because it was like oh shit everyone's actually starving to death like people are malnourished let's put a bunch of minerals in the water so people don't you know cop it we have the opposite problem so i'm gonna say that we probably are fine with the whole like people can probably decide when to eat and like you know when not to eat i think my usual main bit of feedback is that christmas day does not start on the 2nd of December and finish on January 2nd. Well, you're totally right. <laughs> the, uh, the likelihood that if you are concerned about holiday weight gain, if you just don't start smashing the Terry's Chocolate Orange and Toblerone's entire from about the 2nd of December right through to whenever you get back to work in January 2023, you'll probably be fine. I'm not saying you need to bring, like, I'm not, the, the opposite is also true, of like, don't be worried about what you eat on Christmas Day or Boxing Day. Like, it's just two days. Eat wherever you want, eat all the cheese. We've literally just spent ages fucking, more than half the podcast gushing about the food that we like. But, 
also, you know, just don't go mental and eat for the entire month of Christmas like it's the twenty month, the twenty fifth of December. Like, yeah. Another tip would be, I think one that I hear a lot from people is that they go to work socials a lot of the time. Loads of people have Christmas parties. They have their friends are back in town. They're meeting up. They're doing drinks. They're doing house parties. Whatever it is. I would specifically relating to work ones. Don't uh, don't feel like you have to oblige people you might not even like. Like you might, you genuinely might like your colleagues and have a great time with them, and that's fine. But if you work in a very large office, you don't really have any work friends bar like maybe one or two people that you get on with, and everyone else you just kind of tolerate. It's not it's not a proper social function. Like if you can punch if you punch someone and get fired for fired from your job, that's not social. That's that's a work thing. Like yeah. if you do it on the so if you do it on the Christmas night out and get fired, it's not a social event. It's a work thing. So just treat it like it's any day in the office. Don't sacrifice any potential progress you have made with your nutrition or training for people you don't even like. <laughs> yeah, totally. <clears throat> Um, training wise, I suppose, like from an actual having to get in the gym, um, point of view, um, I think like it is a super busy time of year. Mm -hmm. You can still make time for your training, but well, I mean, I literally sent it to you today, but also like a lot of people worry that you'll lose all your progress by not going to the gym for a week or two over Christmas. And that's not true. Yeah. You yeah. can hang on to quite a lot of progress and not lose any, even on a very reduced schedule. Yeah, yeah. It was a study I sent you today from someone on Instagram that we saw, and um, they got people to train for sixteen weeks and then do a variation of either thirty-three percent, eleven percent, or no training for another like I think it was like thirty weeks or something. And as long as you did eleven percent of training, they kept their gains for like 30 weeks and even saw some slight improvement yeah hashtag lease mode is the way forward yeah so like over the christmas period like well we're just before christmas for us but like the next couple of weeks if you just do like literally 10 percent of your training every week you'll be fine yeah and it's also a couple of so weeks whilst yeah, you're you're, yeah, you're away seeing family it's not like months yeah that's literal months of training like yeah. that 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 could sign that could literally fucking uh summarize my training since i don't know 2017 <laughs> just yeah. 11 percent of what i could usually be bothered doing when i tried yeah. the uh yeah that's pretty good uh running up on time so we are going to call it here and we'll see you in the next episode see you in the next one